This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Curry behind the back. Drives, pulls back, puts up a three. Bang! Nine three-pointers make it now. And you're hearing MVP chants from the Golden State fans in attendance here in Philadelphia. You don't hear MVP chants on the road very often. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski on the BetQL Audio Network. Oh, it is a short card in the NBA this evening. But uh, you know what? The awards race is what entices me the most. I mean, we got Minnesota Sacramento. We talked to Joe Osborne. He's all over the Knicks against the Hornets. Magic and the Hawks. Not a lot of great games going on tonight. So I want to talk about what's happening with these, these awards and the movement that we've seen in the betting odds. now. Ronj, what we're seeing is heavy, heavy favorites for each of these awards with the uh, large sample size that we do have. Something about me thinks that we're going to get a surprise somewhere, but I just can't figure out where. I don't think it's going to happen at the MVP. After uh, what we talked about last week with that ESPN straw poll with a hundred and whatever media members and so many of them have Jokic as the MVP. And then we, then we see what he did last night, even though stuff is going on this great run, I just don't see it happening. However, it is noteworthy. If you're willing to take a shot, you think this Curry run can continue that a points bet Curry is 20 to one in the fifth favorite. He should be the second or third favorite mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little surprised that he's not. I, well, I still think MB deserves to be, in the second spot, the only thing that hurts him, and it's it's significant that um, he missed 18 games this year, which is a that that's a pretty big deal. Um, if it weren't for that, I think he's a little bit closer to where Jokic is. But the only person at this point, if he continues playing the way he's playing, that can overtake either of them is Curry. But again, that's a pretty huge ask because we're talking about an historic run that he's on right now. We mentioned this earlier. Through the 10 games, he's he's made 72 three-pointers, which is ridiculous. Um, he's not going to keep doing that. He's not going to keep up with this pace of scoring 40 per night every single night. And he has single-handedly gotten that team back into the playoff conversation when they were bad for so long. So, like I said earlier, if he does continue this and he does get them into a reasonable seed, and I'm not talking about like that being that play in game uh being I think you need to be teams. top top 4 top 5 For, yeah like if you if yeah, he gets them into the and that's a that's a long long way to go for them so i don't think that's possible but if he keeps playing this way then i don't know how you ignore him with the exception of jokic and the way that dude is playing cuz you put it perfectly earlier we're all talking about Steph. look what Steph's doing Steph this Steph that uh everybody went to bed and here's uh jokic uh, you know, like going off as well and and helping his team to a win last night also. So I I, I don't know. I, I don't think that you could. I mean, you could put some money down on Steph at 20 to one if you want to. 
and maybe that pays off for you, but it's still more likely that Embiid bypasses Jokic than anybody else, and I just don't see anybody else doing it. Um, Steph would have to get, I, I think, to the six. So you avoid that play-in scenario completely. Yes. And they're four games behind Portland. As a, and there's 14 games left, right? 14 for them, yeah. That'd be tough. That'd be tough. It, it'd be, but if they accomplish it, that's all anybody's going to talk about. Even if yeah. Jokic, even if Jokic deservedly should be that winner because of everything he's done all season, everything he's meant uh, to Denver, I don't, it would be tough to take that away from him, but you know, everybody's going to talk about Steph. And part of it is this, yeah. Joe, because he's been injured and because he's not been available and because when he has played over the last couple of years, it hasn't been quite vintage Steph. Well, now you're seeing it. And I think people and, gravitate toward that and they're going to throw their votes his way. And I will also listen to the argument that states, you know, if you remove Steph, they're Minnesota or they're Houston. Like that's how bad oh, the rest of bad. the roster is. Or yeah. They're Orlando. They're bad, bad. Yeah. 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 Exactly. I mean, you still have Draymond, and then they 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 play really really well together. Um, mm -hmm. but still, Draymond Green is not anything without those guys on his team. So last week, I was making my case for Lomelo Ball to be the Rookie of the Year, playing only forty one games. Now, I didn't expect that for him to make any sort of a return. That was not out there for public consumption, as far as I'm concerned. I was just saying, hey, at plus 210, plus 220, this is a bet worth making. I, I wasn't buying into Anthony Edwards, didn't have much efficiency, wind shares, all that kind of stuff, even though he's had those flashy moments. But we get word last night, hey, LaMelo could return in uh -huh. seven to 10 days. So LaMelo's number goes from, it was going down a little bit throughout the last week. I saw it at plus 175 most recently. And now they reopen the rookie of the year markets everywhere. And LaMelo's the minus 250 yes. favorite just because he might return to the court. That is absurd. Uh, well, so I, for a while there, Edwards was at minus 125. Right? Yeah. And now, and now he's now he's down to plus 190. Right. So right. I, I yeah. Well, he's I, not. I, he's if LaMelo plays like I don't know how many games, like let's say if it gets five. close to 50. Yeah, so then he finishes close to 50. Right. He's winning. I think I was still under the impression he was going to win anyway. Yeah. That, that Anthony Ed Edwards does uh, a lot to help. He scores a lot for them, right? I mean, and that's, and I, yep. I think that's the reason he's he's going to or, or is in the conversation right now and was that favorite for a short period of time. He ain't the best all around player, but I think people generally recognize that LaMelo Ball has made uh like has made Charlotte into something that's watchable. You know, there's something that's competitive and shouldn't be competitive as much as they are right now. Which mm -hmm. is why if he plays at all, and I don't even think he has to get to 50 games, Joe. I I still think he's going to win that award regardless. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
So the biggest favorite we see in any of these awards is with the award that has confounded me the most throughout the entire season because I just couldn't peg a player and the favorite kept changing and it's the most improved player at points bet right now. It is Julius Randle of the Knicks at minus 625. And I'm just at the point where I'm like, yup, he's winning and nobody else is going. Part of it is the media. Part of it is what he's done with his numbers. But the other guys like Joe Osborne mentioned, Jeremy Grant, like he can't consistently stay on the court. Uh, Zach Levine at one point was in the mix when he was going on a tear with the Bulls. That now team's too in, bad now. Now he's missing games. Right. Now he's in COVID protocol. I don't know when he's going to return. Christian Wood has missed a bunch of games. There just isn't anybody else. It's Randall. I'm not it, telling you to bet on it, but he's winning the award. Yeah. So uh, what is it as of today? Is it 200? Minus 200 or 210? Minus 625. Oh, it's a, okay, fine. <laughs> it's, Whatever. It's, it's like it's lot. over. Yeah, 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 like and that. Well, that's a lot because he was closer to around the the, the minus two hundred just a few days ago. So, right. yeah, I think that award is pretty much over. But the the narrative matters here. Like when we when we talk about these awards, narrative matters, and I I think the the we want to put as much advanced metrics as we can into it, and maybe like the person who really wants to break this stuff down, that's what they'll do. But yeah. you have to remember who's voting. And you have to remember that people are are kind of, you know, sentimental and they're narrative driven and the Knicks are finally good. The Knicks are finally something to watch. And, you know, we talked to to Osborne about it in the last segment. They they went right. from being a lousy team that hadn't done anything right in a very long time to now they are something to discuss, which which leads us to the the, the coach of the year conversation. So yep. to, to have. Uh, and and the coach is going to get credit for the improvement, and that that makes sense. You know, you 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 should give a coach credit for improving a situation. So Tibbs will get that, Randall will get that most improved, and it is it's one big perfect narrative in a box with a bow on it. It's it's very easy to go that direction. All right, this this is the part that I've been spending way too much of my time trying to think about this Coach of the Year award. So I You're never so mad about this. Well, it's it, I'll tell you why. I'm not mad about it. I'm just You're fired here's up what it, about it here's what it is. I don't know what to do. That's the issue. So with Jokic, I never hedged my bet. I thought about it many times with LeBron and Embiid, and then at you know like Steph. Right now, I'm thinking about it, but I haven't done it yet. And I, and I don't think he's in danger of losing the award. He hasn't done anything to hurt himself. And they're in a good spot in the playoffs. Coach of the year. So I bet on two guys before the season started. I bet on Snyder of the Jazz, and I bet on Malone. Right? They were both 25 to 1. Now, Snyder was the favorite, obviously, much of the season. They went on that crazy tear early on. And he's still the favorite. He's, he's minus 152 right now. And so I've been debating, do I hedge it? What is it? I was thinking Monty Williams, which makes sense. They might be the number one seed in the West with the Suns. And that's even money at plus 100. But now Tibbs is in the mix. And this is why I'm annoyed. I have no idea what to do. And the Tibbs steam is so out of control. Anytime I hear the NBA being discussed, you talk about what Tibbs is doing, even though they're going to be a four seed or a five seed. I don't think they're going to win every game the rest of the season. One of our producers, Dylan Burns, big Knicks fan, he might argue with me on that one. But now it's like, 
Okay, if I'm going to hedge my Snyder 25 to 1 bet, I don't have a guy to hedge it with because now there's two guys. Right. So then maybe I'm like, maybe I just ride this out or just or just wait till Tibbs is weeded out of the conversation or maybe the Suns lose a bunch of games and then Monty Williams is out or I, I just don't know what to do. I he, Here's the thing, Raj. Um, when looking at – when I was handicapping this award, the whole idea was, okay, you've got to be get the head coach of the team that finishes with the one or the two seed. Most years, that's how it works. If your team's a one or a two, one of those coaches is going to win. But now with Tibbs in the mix, the reason I didn't bet him when he was 20, 25 to one last week was because they're not going to be one, two, or even three. But man, is he getting a lot of support. Joe, they've gone from a 21 win team to what they're doing this year. Yeah. And I, I think that's a, that, that, so that's a what, a 10 game improvement and the season isn't even over yet. Yeah, that's that's it, a ten pretty, game improvement in a seventy-two game season, right? That's so. Uh, uh, yeah, I think you missed your chance. You're going to yeah. lose this money. I don't think there's anything you can do. You, you just you you write it out with write out Quinn. Snyder. Yeah, write it write it out with Quinn Snyder, and you know, stay up all night with him like he probably still does. You know, all night, every night, never goes to sleep. The worst, yes, the worst would be hedging with Monty Williams a large sum of money and then Tibbs wins. That yeah, don't. would be the worst case scenario. Yeah, I mean, Phoenix is a little bit better than you thought they were going to be, but they're not. he's not going to win that award. If you, if you could take the New York Knicks from where they were to what they are now, even if they don't win the conference, even if they don't really have a realistic chance of winning the conference, he's going to get that award. All right, everybody, all, all the producers, because I know everybody doesn't have a mic that's working, uh, mention who you would vote for in the chat, and I'll read it on the air. Raji, you have a vote right now. I'm completely biased. I'm going to say Quinn Snyder because it's because it's a good amount of money, so I, I'm not going to vote here. But, yeah, I, I'm not even going to vote. I probably wouldn't even take Snyder if I'm being real about it because of the way things are going right now. And then now they don't like have Donovan the odds Mitchell. At the time. That's why you took it, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. And I thought that the upside was they could have one of the top records in the West, and they do have one of the top records in the West. I just don't right. know how the finish is going to be. Uh, you have a vote right now, which let's say um, it's Snyder, Monty Williams, or Tibbs. You can throw Doc in there too with the Sixers. Which guy would you vote for? I'm uh, just for the reasons I mentioned. I'm taking Tom Thibodeau. Just because <sighs> of Joe. I'm sorry. He, the Knicks <laughs> sucked last year. Like sucked, sucked bad i know, I know. and 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 he's the, and, and they've got uh probably the most improved player in the nba on that team too and he's going to get credit for that as well okay so jake jake alley says he's going doc rivers now he is a sixers fan mm. but he's going with doc now and then he changed it to snyder over tips because <laughs> he knew i was going to call him out for being a sixers fan uh dylan burns says snyder first tip second that surprises me he's a knicks fan Okay, so Dylan says Snyder. Yeah. You guys are still. You guys think Snyder's going to win still? Okay, good. No, nobody. Nobody better. said that. No, my producers do. No, Dylan doesn't mean that. <laughs> he doesn't hey. mean that. Look, I, I, I know, and and people like Phoenix. You like Phoenix. Phoenix yeah. did. They've improved. They haven't improved as much as New York has improved, and that's that's all, right. all you need. The narrative is there. Tibbs wins. Betting aside is next. If you've missed this segment, don't go anywhere. It's always a blast. Joe Ostrowski, Chris Ranji. Keep it locked into the BetQL Audio Network.